It's this so made much your fun. list? Yes, this made my list. Hey, this is favorite. This is favorite. Not best. It's yeah, not the best. Okay, it's okay, maybe not okay. the best. I hear you. But I listened to it a lot over the summer. It's just so much fun. Hello and welcome to episode 99 of Theater Nerds. I'm your host, Rachel Jones. And I'm your other host, Taylor Reed. Theater Nerds is a podcast about our obsessions with theater, where we will explore all aspects of theater, musicals, and everything in between. This podcast is not set up to be a deep dive into technique or theater history, but we're hopeful that no matter if you're an enthusiast, like us, or if you've only seen your Dry January's production of Motown the Musical Junior, you'll enjoy this podcast. So cue the orchestra and come nerd out with us. In case you guys didn't know, you can find us on all major podcast platforms. That's right. And you could help us with our 2024 Mm -hmm. resolutions and you could leave us a star rating and review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Yeah. Our podcast resolution is for you to comment and review and rate and tell all your friends. To find out more about this theater nerd cult that we're all a part of, check us out at theaternerdpod.com or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. In today's episode, we're discussing our favorite 2023 cast recordings. All right, Rachel, here we are, 2024, a big occasion. Happy New Year. Happy Happy 2024. Yeah. Yeah, Happy New Year. So excited. This is the first time we're talking in in the new year. It is true. I mean, face to face. Yeah. Face to face. Rachel has sent me many TikToks in the new year. (laughs) So many. The worst part is nowadays I, so I've stopped trying to look at my phone before bed, which, you know, Mm -hmm. right. I we've all been in seasons where we're doing that, but I now right. I now will look at it in the morning when I'm getting coffee, and that time is like like five thirty, five fifteen. It's my Ooh. time, so thankfully it's six fifteen right. Taylor's time. But I'm right. I save all better. the I save all the TikToks, and then I go back and like at work I'm like, oh wait, I saved nine TikToks. Now I have to send them all mm-hmm. to Taylor at one time. <laughs> And I don't have TikTok for those that, you know, because I'm an elder millennial on the outside. Yes. And so it's not like I, I mean, can just directly. Younger millennial on the outside, elder millennial on the inside. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. And so I just have to, you know, I, every time I click on the link and then I hit the unmute button so it doesn't play right away. Yeah, it's all it's a whole thing. Gosh, that's um, terrible. <laughs> <laughs> also, it, funny about my morning routine right now is I basically do everything in the dark because I'm just so tired when I wake. I w- I also wake up at 5:30 my time, yeah. and so I'm just you know I shower in the dark, I go eat breakfast in the dark. It's just I'm just I feel like I that just, would make me more not. tired. I feel like I would need to turn the light on. I think I'm just so used to it that now once I've like finished my breakfast. I am like fully awake and then I get to work yeah. and I'm like, okay, I'm good. 
It's yeah. really now when I walk out the door and it's 30 degrees that. Oh, like, that'll wake you up. Yeah. Yeah. It sure will. It really will. Um, Rachel and I have lots planned for 2024 that we're very yes. excited about. It's going to be a fun year. I think it's going to be a great year for theater. I mean, that's what you said last year. And I think it was. And so I think it I'm was. Go with, yeah. Yes, I, I think it was. I'm not. I arguing. think this episode will prove that it actually was a great year for theater, even if, you know, things didn't last as long as they we wish they did or on Broadway, at least. Or um, I mean, we got lots of very interesting works this year. And I think next year there's going to be a lot of original stuff. This coming year, I feel like maybe I'm wrong, but um, lots of things based on stuff, but just like original musicals is what I mean. But yeah, I'm excited for the Wicked merch we're gonna get. Yeah, so this is finally the year of Wicked 2024. <laughs> we All hail! Made it. We've waited 20 we years. <laughs> 21 years. This year is 21 years since Wicked opened on Broadway. And um, wild. I think they've. I think they actually announced a movie in like 2010. I think that's when they announced it, probably. Yeah. Which is still Maybe kind of 20... too late. Yeah. For when exactly. the for when the musical came out, but I, I don't know. But it's gonna happen. But I because I follow John M. Chu on social media. He was like, like literally at 11:50 on New Year's Eve. He was like, the the year wicked. You know, I can finally say in 10 minutes, it'll be the year that Wicked, the movie will come out. And I was like, finally. Yeah. I know. It's crazy. We're very excited for it. Lots in store for that. We're going to dress up as Alpha and Glinda for our, we'll we'll, we'll, do a live show at the Gershwin. That's our goal for the year. (laughs) That's such a high goal. (laughs) I thought you were going to say a live show like at our local AMC. I was like, I think we could do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't know, oh I didn't say anyone God, would be there. Sure. I just said we'll do it. <laughs> yeah. Um wow. today we're talking we've about got a lot to do. Yeah. We've got a lot to do. Uh we're going to talk about 2023 cast recordings which we did this episode last year and it was so much fun. It was fun. Yeah. Go back and, and listen to um, it because it was really funny. Yeah. We're really funny. By the way, so funny. Yeah, Ra- sure. Rachel knows that because she went back and listened to it. I actually <laughs> I did. did not. I was like, wait, we're really good at this. Yeah, yeah. For people who totally. this is not our real job, I was like, I like mm-hmm. it. This is fun. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. Rachel gave us. A five I rated star. us actually. Rated us. Yeah, yeah. That yeah. specific episode. Yeah. Um. So we th- and I, 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 we like to do lots of say you know episodes that are kind of we do a lot of the same episodes. So this is one we'll probably do every year, which is just looking back on the year of theater and the recordings that we have. But before we get to that, so much to talk about with the buzz. Rapid fire. I know. So much. I know it's going to be a rapid fire because we took our vacation week off last week and we're back fresh faced in the new year. Yeah. Um, Fresh faced, even though you can't see us. Um, but we are, of course, talking, uh, doing our current Broadway theater news segment. What's the buzz? What's the buzz? Tell me what's happening. 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 I guarantee 
every new listener we get will be like, I wonder what that show's from. Or that song's what from. What that song's from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In what show? Wow. Our resident <laughs> ALW expert here. <laughs> uh, Rachel, what, what do we have first? We're going to start off on a little bit of a sad yeah, note. Literally, like, hours mm-hmm. before um, yeah. reco- uh, starting recording, we found out that uh, Glennis Johns has passed away. Glennis, um, you might know her because of her role as Mrs. Banks in the original Mary Poppins movie. Um, mm-hmm. But she was a actress, a si- singer, and a musician. And she had eight decades on the stage and on film, which is crazy. That is crazy. She actually, um, yeah, she received a Laurel Award. Um, she also was uh, a Tony winner and a Drama Desk Award winner. And um, she. Wow. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm reading something about her. Sen- she's saying something for um, a little night music send in the clowns and they're Ooh. that's one of the best famous most famous ren- renditions anyway she's got wow. tons of of movies as well and other mm. things that she's done and so yeah that was very sad to, to hear Definitely. that but she lived a very long life she was born in mm-hmm. 1923 and passed away yeah. in 2024 so wow almost 100 years old 99 yeah. years old actually yeah. Wait, 20, 1923 to twenty twenty three wouldn't that be a hundred? Oh yeah, so she's one hundred yeah, yeah. years old. Yeah, I was like, wait, October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard. <laughs> Almost one hundred. I don't remember what year we're in. That's the problem. It's okay. I, like, I mean, we're in twenty twenty four. That's for sure. Um, <laughs> yes, we want to, of course, um, honor her legacy, and we'll link some videos. The sending the clowns video for sure in our show notes, so you guys can check it out. Let, let's just, since we're trying to do this rapid fire, let's just go yes. through these two casting announcements because they are okay. crazy. This, crazy. This, I think one of them, maybe both of them happened over the Christmas holiday. Yes. Um, you do the first one. Yeah. Well, Kennedy Center's Tick, Tick, Boom, which is starting on January 26th, was announced, which is wild. Brandon Uranowitz, Gray Hansen, and Denise Benton. I am so excited. Of course, directed by Neil Patrick Harris. I'm like, how can we get tickets to the show? I know. I know. And also, is, is MPH going to be there like every... I'm sure he'll be there I'm every sure show. I'm sure he'll be there. Yeah. So that means his wife... His, his wife. What, what is my brain doing? Hello? His, his husband and his kids will be there, I'm sure, which they're yeah. adorable. They're so um, Excited. I don't... I, obviously, we saw the, the 2021 movie version of Tick, Tick, Boom a couple years ago with Andrew Garfield, mm-hmm. um, directed by Lin-Manuel Miranda, and that was wonderful. And I, I, we've seen, like, I've seen, like, clips of the stage version, but I'm excited to see, I, I'm not, I don't know if I'll be able to get to see this, but I'm excited to see just, like, how Neil Patrick Harris stages this and all of that, so. Yeah. Um, and... It'll go to Broadway. You think so? Yeah, there's no way. It's not going to Broadway. <laughs> I mean, two... Really was, Gray, was, Gray, was Gray nominated for Mean Girls? No, I don't think he was. I was going to say so. two Tony... I mean, a Tony winner in the title role. 
And I then, also want to say Gray going from the ending of Shucked on the 14th of January to this, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. on the 26th. That's crazy. Good for him. Good Getting for that him, work. that's right. Yeah. Work. Get in the bag. Yeah. Very different for him because Book of Mormon, Mean Girls, Shucked, kind of all in the same realm. And then Tick, Tick, yeah. Boom is very different. I love it. So, I love that. Yeah, I love it too. What else? Wait, this was a big well, announcement next, because it got announced before. Got announced. <laughs> so sad. Uh, before yeah. all these little PR people were like, "Shit, yeah. uh, that wasn't supposed <laughs> to be announced until after." Um, so yeah. during a live show, a Darren Chris live show for Darren Christmas Christmas or whatever his Darren Chris <laughs> thing is. <laughs> <laughs> Big fans over here. No, I yeah. love Darren. Chris, no, I love I him. Say. I just yeah, don't. I'm yeah. not like a. I'm not obsessed. Mm-hmm. I don't know a lot about him. Right. But Darren's um, he announced that he and Rachel, uh, Evan Rachel Wood, sorry, uh, <laughs> would star in Little Shop of Horror starting yeah. the 30th of January. But he said this prior to anyone else releasing mm-hmm. this information mm-hmm. live yeah. during the show, and I can imagine, and it was right right before christmas remember it's like his christmas thing yeah so i can yeah. imagine all these people who are home on their break you know the pr team's like good we got a week we'll cut back at mm-hmm. it next week when we announce and post on social media and then they're all like holy shit now we have yeah. to do all someone's got to proofread at the pr yeah and they um, announced it like the next day yes like yeah yes yeah um this little also, shot continues to be amazing. Yeah. That is going to be amazing. Evan Rachel Rudd, the voice and star of Anna and Elsa's mother in Frozen, and among other yeah. things. Among but um, Little Shop of Horrors continuing to be the most surprising casting choices of all time. Um, yeah, it's still it's still running though with Corbin Blue and and Constance what's Wu. her name? Constance Wu. That's right. Yeah, still going. Um. Yeah, that'll be exciting. I just recently finally finished The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, season five, the series finale. You did? Yeah, I finally finished it. Did you watch it? No, I literally just finished it last night. It is amazing. And also, I just, because Darren Chris shows up in that one episode, and I legit, and there's so many Broadway people in that show. Like, there's like Rob McClure shows up. I think Brooks Asmanskis is in it. Um, Butler. Carrie, oh yeah, Carrie Butler's been in it, and the Brandon Uranowitz is in one season. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. It's so mm-hmm. so really really cool that I know Amy Sherman Palladino loves Broadway, and mm-hmm. I think she secretly wishes that all her shows were just a musical. So, um, as we all do, very exciting. Go watch me. it. The finale was incredible. I think it's such an incredible show. You're so many months behind. I know. I'm very behind. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I had to watch so many movies before the end of the year that now I'm catching up on all my TV. So that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. Broadway bound. Great Gatsby. Big news. Sets auditions. I guess it's official. I guess that means it is officially going to Broadway, which we did kind of know because of the Instagram um, name. (laughs) (laughs) As I've said before. Um, but it did say in this announcement that Jeremy Jordan and Eva Noblezada are going to be yeah. on Broadway. So I guess yeah. that's going to happen. I, I, again, think it'll be either a summer or a fall um, 
release i don't know what's the word but set at like opening date? opening opening yeah, that's it thank you do we like my Broadway pre- musicals or what i don't know i don't even know this is the first episode of 2024 whatever unhinged uh, so yeah exciting i hope they keep at least some more of the cast because you know i love samantha polly so yeah yeah i'm intrigued by them setting their auditions but it, it'll be it'll be something yeah. to think about. should we have auditioned because- i think so sure yeah yeah who would you I, want to be in the great gatsby i don't in the, like in general like the principal role i don't want to be a principal role i just want to be in the fun numbers like get me into that like shimmy shimmying moment with the party mm-hmm. i want to be in a tap number and a flapper yeah. dress mm-hmm. i want to be the person who witnesses the car crash yeah. like i want to bring a set piece on like i'm not asking i for say money. we be the poster of the eyes that's who we are. <laughs> Both of us. We're puppets See, and we're a poster of the eyes. Once again, I say cats. Right. We yeah. Can't I talked it. to someone about cats over the holiday and they had things to say. Speaking uh, <laughs> of I, having things to say. I told them about our cats episode, so I hope they wouldn't listen. Okay, listen. Yeah. This is wild. This is wild. Mm-hmm. You want me to say it? Oh, go ahead. It's great. Okay. Smash, (laughs) the musical, is setting a six-week workshop with none other than Brooks Ashmanskis. How do you say his Uh last name? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Alex Brightman and Robin Herter. Alex Brightman doing double duty because he's going to be in spam a lot and doing this during the day. I have some questions about this. Number one, still hooked on smash the musical right okay the yeah. second go is, back and listen to our smash deep dive we have we I, talked all about it <laughs> the second is i have some questions about well who else is going to be there yeah well um i did read in the article that crystal rodriguez is going to be in it in the okay. workshop that makes sense and because they did a reading and I think some people from the reading are still going to be. But Brooks and Alex and Robin were not in the reading. So these are new. This is new casting. Yeah. So, Honestly, Robin is not that. I mean, Robin is not that surprising. Uh, the other two are no. kind of surprising. So I'm guessing Brooks Ashmanskis is playing the director. Is playing. What's his name? Yeah. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yep. and Alex Brightman is playing the Christian Borrow role, and then Robin Herter's playing the Deborah Messing. That's what I'm guessing. I guess. Yeah, this is just where so are strange. Ivy and and what's her name? Yeah, Karen. that's true. Karen. I don't even know. That's or what maybe I'm Brooks saying. and Alex are maybe they're doing a male version. And I okay, I mean maybe. Yeah. yeah. But like, what is? Yeah, uh, it's so confusing. It is confusing, and again. Did the producers, did NBC just go, you know, everybody's been asking for a bombshell musical for eight years. Let's just not do that and do smash the musical. And again, part of me is like, maybe they're just doing bombshell in the, in the workshop. That's what I'm saying about the wicked movie. The second wicked movie being the witch. That's what this is for you. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I don't think it actually is, but I mean, that means that it's, it's definitely coming next broadway season i mean it has to be i don't know if it doesn't get it i mean that's the question of like well it has to be received well yeah we'll see 
Um, of Time course, probably come. written by uh, Mark Shaman and Scott Whitman, who uh, may come up on this podcast a little bit later. So, um, <laughs> Time will tell. Yeah, Time will tell. Nis- Nicole Scherzinger is going to lead her West End Sunset Boulevard revival, directed by um, Jamie... It's something. Jamie something, right? I probably should have written this down. Yeah, I don't know. He directed A Doll's House Part 2. Um, or part, but we talked about house. this before yeah. a few weeks yeah. ago because we had mm-hmm. heard rumors that it was coming. Yeah. And it doesn't surprise me. It is. I'm ex- no. Yeah. Not surprising. It's going to be exciting. I think it's going to do well. But I think it's coming like in the spring. I mean, maybe I'm wrong. But maybe it'll be the fall. But it says 2024. So... Yeah, we don't have an official date. Yeah, no official date yet, but very exciting. Um, Waitress will start streaming, which we did repost this on our stories, January 9th. Very exciting. I'm definitely going to try and watch it while I'm at home. I really wanted to catch it in theaters, but I just didn't have time. So, yeah, Yeah. I want, I can't wait. I'm, um, I will be watching that as a pregame to the Mean Girls movie. Which we also, I'll just segue there and we'll come back. We also, this week, speaking of the Mean Girls movie, we got the final Mean Girls movie musical song list where there's an amazing TikTok of this person reading the comments of the song list in a dramatic way. And I, did I send that to you, Taylor? (laughs) No, you need to send this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really funny. Um, and we got the final trailer. So it is a musical, mm. everyone. It is a musical. They did cut yeah. Where Do You Belong? And yeah, that's the biggest one that surprises me. I'm like, what? This that I like Where Do You Belong? Because this is Stop in it. I didn't see Stop either. No, it's not. No. Okay. I would have brought, I like Where you, you Where Do You Belong more I than think Stop is. Yeah. Stop. But yeah. I, because it does, does, Jaquel doesn't have any songs to himself. Um, Does Damien have any songs to? That's so surprising to me because I know he sings "Cautionary Tale" and he sings um, "Revenge Party," but I don't think so. No songs alone. That's wild to me. I don't know. I mean, yeah, like Damien's like. The, I mean, I guess if you include Katie and then the three plastics, and then, um, you're like he's a main character, and then you're like yeah, he is, yeah. But what's her what's her name, Janice? And then Damien, he's the fifth lead of the of the yeah. Because if you count the plastics kind of as one, then you know. I think it's all a ploy to be like no one besides Gray Henson can sing those songs. Only Gray. I was thinking. The, for some reason the other day that it's wild that Gray Henson and, and all those original cast members were like almost 30 <laughs> playing high schoolers. It's so funny. And all it. these kids are like so young. Um, yeah. Yeah. And then of course the final trailer, which we'll put in the show notes. I'm ex- again, that again, the final trailer does not really show that it's a musical. No, I just want to put that out there. I thought it was going to, I was like, Oh, they're, they're going to show it. They're this is show the time they're going to say no, yeah, no, no. no. Um, I'm excited. I have plans to see this with my sister already. Um, it's gonna be great. Yeah, and I think the they could have done a whole Barbie thing in the marketing of like everyone go wear pink, like all. But I think 
I don't like, know. I think they're going. To, people already wear pink. It's Mean Girls. People literally yeah. wear pink on Wednesday because of Mean Girls. It's true. That's true. Like, I mean, I think, I, they, I think, they don't again, need branding help. I think, again, because people don't know that it's like a brand new musical version, they're like, why is this being made? Like, why are we? I why do we have another? I people are asking why it's being made. I I've heard people, people, several people say that. I just don't want to say. I think that people are excited. They're intrigued. People like Renee Rapp and are like, she's cute. I can't wait mm-hmm. to see this. And they yeah. don't know it's a musical. Yeah. Just like Wonka and The Color Purple. Um, speaking of Mean Girls, because I did want to put this here, Jonathan Bennett from the Mean Girls original movie will be making his Broadway debut in Spam a Lot, taking over Michael Our Urie. Favorite. I know. Yeah. Michael Urie's so good. But we're excited so, for Jonathan Bennett. Such Broadway a wonderful debut. little little um, cameo in, in Maestro, Michael Urie. I don't know if you know that. Michael Urie but, is a gem to yeah. all humans. Jonathan Bennett beginning on January 23rd. Um, and let's do, we'll do picks and then we'll do the last one because the okay. last one's kind of crazy, but okay. picks this again, these are things that happened over our break because we haven't done buzz in a while. So picks for second city is appropriate. And then of course the color purple film, which I did get to see before the end of the year It made my top 10. Cause I loved it so much. I worked, a full day, 12 hours, I came home, I fed my baby, put him to bed, went and saw the color purple, came home, fed my baby again, and then went to bed. <laughs> to be clear, there was someone also at home watching your baby. Yes. Yes. But yes. Yes. I'm, no all I'm saying is it was a very full day. <laughs> it was a very full day. But I absolutely loved it. It was packed. I do think, just to give a little mini review here, is that yeah. I think it's like... 15 minutes too long or 20 i think there's things there's a new song that they they give to hallie bailey and i as much as i love hallie bailey and i think she's very talented the song there's really no reason for that song to be there in my opinion i think it like doesn't really add to the plot and doesn't really make sense when you know when i i know the musical i think maybe other people that don't know the musical as well probably were like oh this is fun Mm mm-hmm um, the musical numbers are incredible. I think the director does a great job. Um, Rachel actually sent me a TikTok of a reviewer that we'll put in the show notes as well. Uh, this reviewer who reviewed the movie with her wife. And it's a very well articulated review. And I agree with some things with that. So you guys should check it out. Have you? Did you get a chance to see The Color Purple yet? I haven't seen it yet. I would love to know list. your thoughts. I know. It's on my list. Last but not least, this is this the rumor is that is the, the rumor the that's taking rumor. us hold. Yeah. Yeah. Taking hold of the internet mm-hmm. on the theater side of things. That's right. The theater side. And that is the rumor that Audra McDonald is going to head a revival of Gypsy in the 24-25 <laughs> season on Broadway. Just Incredible. take that in for a moment. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I think it's exciting. Explain it's true. Yeah. Yeah, exciting. I think we should just manifest this, regardless of it being true or not. And and you know what I need? I need Gavin Creel to be in this revival. I need it so bad. Yeah, and just call it ahead. Like, if she does this role, like every other best best actress nominee like it doesn't matter Bye. she's gonna win goodbye yeah she's Adios. gonna like 
She's going to be the most. Kelly O'Hara. So sorry. One Kelly O'Hara. No, that's this year. That's not going to be the next year. It will be if she goes to Broadway. Who Kelly O'Hara? Oh, just in general. If Gypsy's in 24. Oh, this is no, but Days of Wine and Roses is starting now. Yes, yes, yes. Okay, yes. I hear it. I yeah, hear it. Yeah. Okay. This, this Days of Wine. But and also, Roses yes, to buy Kelly O'Hara yeah. can't stand a chance next to Audrey McDonald. Goodbye, Gyps- really goodbye, Gyps- both the Smash people, any oh. Smash people, and Great Gatsby. Like goodbye, even even a Blizzada. Like, like all these people. Yeah. God. That's really sad. It is sad, but Audrey deserves but also, another Tony. Audra- I think she's quite won like Lewis? six times. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Norm Lewis, of course. Very exciting. Lots of buzz always. We love our What's the Buzz segment. Yeah. So was much a lot going we on. missed out on two and a half weeks. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah. New year, new us, new buzz. Um, <laughs> of course, we transition to our main topic today. 2023 cast recordings. Very excited. <laughs> I can't talk today. As so I, was gonna say, I know. I don't even know. Um, because as we said at the beginning, Rachel, that you listened to our 2022 recording episode. Yes, I wanted to know what we said so I could remember what to say. Yeah, I wondered if you learned anything from that episode about us or about like I don't know. What did you bring? What did that bring? Well, we talked, <laughs> we talked about the five, like our top five and then ones that didn't make the list, but were mm-hmm. close on ours. And then we had a special shout out to a few. And then mm-hmm. we mentioned others that had come out, but didn't make our list. And I want to shout out that while I was listening to that, I took a break from listening to the podcast to, of course, scroll on TikTok. And as I was right. scrolling on TikTok, thanks algorithm and there was this person who we'll link in the show notes. I follow them on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, this is a great they Rachel review, sent me this. They review the album art of Broadway cast recordings for mm-hmm. the year. So obviously doing something very different than what we're doing, but it's still really cool. I really liked it. And I'm, I like thought about the marketing, like he, he talks, of, they talk about it in like a marketing, but also like visually, what is this telling us? What mm-hmm. might this say about the music? And also the musical itself and i just really i really liked it so we'll link that in the show notes i found that last year we had our same top few Mm -hmm. but also we didn't agree on some and i have a feeling we're gonna be in the same boat this time (laughs) um one of these was on my spot if i wrapped so that'll show i don't know if you remember (laughs) of course (laughs) um and I, I have a top yeah, I remember four. It was everything in your I know it was everything. Yeah. <laughs> I have a top four and then I have three honorable mentions. <laughs> yeah, I have some no, I have I some did. ones I want to shout yeah. out and then a special mm-hmm. shout out. And then I have a top five. So yeah. we got a lot. Well, I do want to shout out, let's say, okay, one, two, three, four, and we'll link in the show notes to the Playbill article that has most of the cast recordings that came out. Yeah. in the past year and ones that are anticipated in the right. future um i will say that list has includes other countries and other like renditions so there's mm-hmm. like the and i think Spain also like like the color purple is on there too like the movies and i have, the Little I have Mermaid. i've got some movies on mine we talked about oh. movies last time so mm. last time we talked about movies this time we talked <laughs> about green. movies amazing 
Um, well, then I, there's definitely one that I should put on here. <laughs> um, also I have 17. Ooh, 17. 17. No, no. I just have 17. A list of 17 I made of some bra. I have two off Broadway, but the rest are broad. Oh, no. Three off Broadway. And then the rest are Broadway shows. So that's kind of crazy. And that's I think I missed crazy. maybe one or two. But this includes just my whole list is K-pop, Back to the Future, Sweeney Todd, Camelot, Some Like It Hot, Kimberly Akimbo, Almost Famous, Harmony. Whoa, lots of lots to say about Harmony. What is Days this of is Wine your and list? Roses. Wait, this yeah. is just your no, list. No, this is that just the list of, of or... this is just list of what I immediately thought of. of okay, okay. Cast okay. recordings, yeah. Okay. Days of Wine and Roses, which just came out recently, like three weeks ago, and I did listen to it recently. How to Dance in Ohio, um, Shocked, Merrily We Roll Along, Parade, New York, New York, Between the Lines, and another one that I want to wait. And share it. So, okay. some other ones. That was all yeah. over the place. I know okay. it's all over the. I'm. I think what I mean to say is there's a big breath of work that happened last year. I agree. Yeah. I think we should talk about. I think we should talk about our honorable mentions, the ones that didn't quite That's make great. the cut, and then we'll That's go great. bottom up. Love it. Okay. Yeah. You start. What's one of your honorable mentions? My honorable mention, one of my honorable mentions is Cabaret because mm. this is actually the 2021 cast recording, but it came out in 2023 and it okay. is the West End production with mm. Eddie Redman. And, and Jesse Buckley? Does the cast mm -hmm. recording have Jesse Buckley? Oh, I need to I, listen to this. I think so. I think so. I need to go back. But I just want to shout that out because it was, I was looking over the... I, I've listened to it once through or twice maybe when it came out, but I forgot that it came out this year because I knew that it had was performing on the West End before then. And then obviously we've had lots of rumors about whether or not it's coming to Broadway and who's going to be there and yada, yada. So mm -hmm. I want to shout that out first because I think that is different. It didn't make the list because it wasn't really like involved in the same way. So that's my first shout out. My honorable Love mention, that. but didn't make it. How many honorable mentions few. do you have? Okay, I have three. You want, me to no. go, you want me to go through another one? Yeah, go through another one. Okay. My next one is an honorable mention because it's an EP and not the full mm, recording. I wonder if I know what this is. And hopefully we're going to talk about this show later. We've already okay. talked about it a little bit, mm -hmm. but in general, later in the podcast series. Mm -hmm. Um, but it is How to Dance in Ohio. They have, mm, I think, yeah. is it three? It might be four songs. It's at least mm -hmm. three songs um, that they released before they, before their official Broadway start. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm excited to listen to more of it. I'm yeah. hopeful for a full cast recording. I'm I'm almost positive it will come. So. so that's not on yeah. my list because it's not a full cast recording. Right. So I'm not sure it fully counts. But mm -hmm. when I tell you that the two of the songs out of the EP that are released are my favorite songs from the show and they're bangers, building momentum is like my, it's like my, it's like waving through a window. I feel like it's like that song that's just like, 
is really catchy and like really good and like it's a feel good song mm. and it's gonna Love that. maybe be in my Spotify wrapped. I don't know. We'll Love see. this. Love it. Um, one of my honorable mentions is a West End show that opened and it's one of my favorite shows. I've talked about this show a lot on the podcast. It's Bonnie and Clyde, the West ah. End. Yeah, uh, cast recording. I I've listened to it more recently in the past couple weeks because I knew we were preparing for this episode, so I've been listening to lots of cast recordings yeah, the too. past couple weeks. <laughs> yeah, like and I think uh, the original cast recording you obviously can't beat, and that's why it's not fully on my list. It's just an honorable mention, but I do love some of the choices they make just hearing different people sing this i think obviously laura osnes and jeremy jordan are like two of some of the best voices in their in their prime maybe when they did it mm-hmm. and um and sounds so, so good together yeah and sounds so good together but there's a there's some like more dialogue on this album than on the original okay. which i find interesting and kind of helps bring some context and also i was listening to it um today again and i was like do british audiences know who bonnie and clyde are <laughs> i was like yeah, this is so interesting right? i mean yes but it feels like it's funny to me when very like american stories go to other places but i guess i mean that happens all the time and for uh, vice versa so um yeah bonnie and clyde west end I think yeah. it's it's really fun. It it's more of a fun listen, and the original cast recording is like devastating. Is like are all of the I songs cry. the same? All okay. the songs are the same. All the songs are the same. They didn't add okay. any or take any away. Um, Bonnie, the song Bonnie in particular is very fun. Um, but I also just love Jamie Jordan's version. So, give both a listen. Give both a listen side by side, if you will. Yeah, yeah. Compare and contrast. Okay, What's I feel like one you got? I have one more that's that's on my fa- my faves but didn't make it list. Um, well, I actually have three more, but I'm but two of them I think <laughs> might be on your actual list, so I'm okay. a bit worried. Okay. Um, and then I have a special shout out. Mhm. What should I do first? Do the do I'm do do your do your faves but didn't make it. Okay. My faves but didn't make it. Two of which I feel Taylor is going to feel feelings about. One, he's going to agree that it should not have made the list. And that's Wonka. But I really felt okay. it should have made the list. I mean, that's list. fine. That's fine. I mean, it's, that's, it's your favorite. list. I will tell you that mm-hmm. there are two songs on that show. Have you been that listening? I listen- yeah. Have I been listening? I know the whole <laughs> like, A Half Full Amazing. of Dreams is like... Like, it's like, I don't know what it is. The dopamine receptor mm-hmm. is completely rewired. Yeah. I know all of the words. I cannot mm-hmm. <laughs> stop myself. You have it tattooed on your body. <laughs> I'm about to learn the tap dance. Yeah. So it's just, I mean, it's. So um, Wonka's, good. I just want to say, as of right now, January 4th, $400 million worldwide. So just want to put that out there. That's crazy. That's, a lot, right? That's that. That is a a lot. And it's already made its money back. So that's a lot. I do want to say, I don't know what happened to you in that theater, Taylor, but you need to go back. You need to go back and you need to watch it. 
<laughs> yeah, because once it comes out on streaming, so I'll watch it again. I'll watch it's it again. Like, but so fantastical and so cute. Mm-hmm. Anyway, okay. So that's I'm my... not alone. Well, I did listen to well, a podcast I really love Blank Check did Wonka Wonkwaman and did a Wonka and the new Aquaman um mashup. And so they talked about Wonka and I thought they weren't gonna like it, but they ended up loving it. <laughs> yeah. However, it was funny, one of the hosts, Griffin, took his four year old and six year old or four year old and eight year old niece and nephew and halfway through or like 10 minutes in the movie the eight-year-old goes where's the chocolate factory yes that's fair and and i was like yeah where is the chocolate factory and basically and the four-year-old was like what's a chocolate cartel basically and (laughs) which i absolutely love um go check out that episode yeah no i'm not like I'm not upset Wonka is on your list. I think No, you're gonna be upset about the other two. This is I think that was the one I thought you were gonna be agreeing with. Hit me, baby, one more time. I just couldn't figure out how to put space on my list for these two. So first goes Sweeney Todd. Okay. I was like, I wanted it to be on my list, but if Uh I'm honest, I've only listened to the whole soundtrack once. Yeah. The cast album once. And then I went back to listen to a few of the songs twice or three times. It's obviously very good. They are very talented. Yeah. There was no doubt about it. Annalie Ashford obviously would be the reason I w- would listen to it mostly. But I just felt like I just didn't have the space. I just didn't have the yeah. space. I didn't make the cut. It's a lot of musical. That's the thing. And it's not like a fun listen. It's not like a fun hang. Um, It is not. And honestly, are we going to get an Aaron and Sutton recording? No. But I want one. That's all I'm going to say. We got a Liam Michelle recording and a Beanie Feldstein. That's all I'm saying. Um, we didn't get a Beanie Feldstein recording. I thought we did. No. we. I'm pretty sure we just got Leah. Oh, maybe you're right. You're right. Wow. Those producers suck. I feel so bad for Beanie every time. Um, okay. My other one that should have made the cut but didn't. Parade. Wow. Yeah, that's this is surprising. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like that's going to be on your list. <laughs> Tell me okay. Tell okay. Me and myself. then I'll do my final yeah. special shout out. I want a special mm-hmm. shout out because I went back to re-listen to this entire soundtrack right before recording this or a little bit before recording this and this soundtrack is so good this cast recording is so good and i know we've talked about this show once or twice because we have a person we grew up doing theater with in the show Mm. but gosh dang it if between the lines is not a good musical it's so good like the songs are so good I was like vibing along with all the songs. I really felt like I understood the storyline through mm-hmm. the songs, which is something that I know we don't always feel. And and one thing I know we didn't even bring up, Taylor, for our new listeners, that I love listening to musicals before I see right. them, before I even know anything about mm-hmm. them, before I even know the story. And Taylor does not prefer that method. But I will say... It depends that, on the show, but yes, yes, I do not yeah. prefer but this this show was so it was just I felt like mm-hmm. I could imagine what the staging and the blocking and the 
dresses and everything would look like. Mm-hmm. And I really, really, I kind of like that. Yeah. I So anyway, it was really good. And I want to shout them out because they deserve it and closed too soon. Well, that's a great, because one of my honorable mentions is Between the Lines. I think oh, it's good. wonderful. We want to, of course, shout out Jake David Smith, our our uh, friend we grew up doing theater with. Um, so exciting for him. And, of course, he's yeah. on tour right now doing Les Mis, which is insane. Crazy. Um, so crazy. But, yeah, it's such a fun, it's such a breezy listen. And that is sometimes such a, like, fun and comfort thing. Like, the complete opposite of Sweeney Todd. The complete opposite. <laughs> of, like, Sweeney Todd is, like, a heavy burden that you, like, have to spend, like, an hour and a half listening to because it's so a lot. But Between the Lines is so fun. And there is a pro shot because they showed it at Broadway Con. So hopefully we'll get yeah. to see it mm-hmm. sometime soon. Um, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very exciting. If you don't know anything about this, I think it's a very accessible show too. Like I, I there agree. are a lot of people that can fall in love with it. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and really fun. I know that you you said that already, but it's like fun in a fantastical way instead of mm-hmm. fun in like a hee hee ha ha comedy way, which yeah. some of the other musicals we mentioned might be that. Mm-hmm. Way. I want to just mention some heavy hitters that didn't make my list. Do it, Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd is not on my my list at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, Camelia Kimbo is not on my list. <gasps> Taylor! <laughs> the How to Dance in Ohio EP is not on my yeah. list. Again, full album coming soon, hopefully. Mm-hmm. Some Like It Hot, which just closed recently, December 30th, is not on my list. Yeah. Um. However, my last honorable mention, I, did, I do want to preface that I did find this today in my research and listen to it 28 minutes this is rogers the musical the no no the from the LA captain america california. the captain america musical at disney's california adventure or whatever disneyland mm-hmm. or whatever mm-hmm. it is so good i'm not even kidding you it's so much fun Written by mostly by music by Alan Menken, Mark Shaman, and Scott Whitman, and then the lyrics are kind of all over the place. But the fact that those three did the music is crazy. There's that song that they performed in the Hawkeye show, mm-hmm. but then there's also and they performed that at D23 a couple of years ago. But then there's also this other song that they added called "What You Missed," which is when Captain America, you know, he's like frozen in the ice or whatever, wherever, and then he comes back and it's like 2015 or whatever, or however, what, and he's like, I don't understand this modern world now because he was frozen from 1920. And so Nick Fury is singing this song, What You Missed, and he's like telling him all about the world, what he missed in the past like 100 years. And it's amazing. It is so good. It's so funny. And I just absolutely, I just have to honorable mention this. It's so That's much fun. fun. And I believe, and I believe you can watch it on YouTube. I think you can watch, I think people have filmed it and you can watch it. So link in the show notes. Slime tutorials. <laughs> Slime tutorials. <laughs> yeah. So those are my honorable mentions between the lines, Bonnie and Clyde, Rogers, the musical. That's so amazing. Good. That's so good. Thanks. Oh my gosh. Okay, well, Tay, what's your number I, five? 
I have four. a top four. I have a top four just because a lot of the other ones I either just haven't you listened didn't to. Put Kimberly Akimbo in your yeah. top five. I listened to Kimberly Akimbo a lot when it first came out, but I think it yeah, kind of you were the off. reason I, I know. went to go see the show. And again, I think it's that show in particular. I think I just need to see live. I think I need to see it and appreciate it in front of my eyeballs. Um, my number four is a show that is maybe not the most popular out of all of the. <laughs> I think Rachel's going to be shook by this one. I really I'm am. So nervous. I put this I'm on nervous. my list because I listened to it a lot over the summer when it came out. And this is uh, New York, New York. Uh, Lynn Manuel Miranda and <laughs> Candor and Ab. It's this so made much. Your list? Yes, this made my list. Hey, this is favorite. This is favorite. Not best. It's yeah, not the best. Okay, it's okay, maybe not okay. the best. I hear you. But I listened to it a lot over the summer. It's just so much fun, and there are. It's funny. There's notes where you can hear the Lin Manuel Miranda ness of it, and those are actually my least favorite songs, which is funny. Yikes! <laughs> but there's there's like every other like you'll you'll have like three songs in a row that are like these are really great, and then there's like one that's not so great, and then there's like the bangers like New York, New York is so great. And the opening number is so great. And it's just a lot of fun. And I wanted to put something that was made me feel happy and joyful on my list. So I love that. York, so what do you have your favorite song from that show or you mm, don't know? Mm. I think it's the opening number. Um, but I want to look just because I should have written down. Of course, this is Colton Ryan. It's just amazing. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, but cheering for me now is so great. Um, yeah, I think the opening number. Okay. So good. Wow, that was a shock. That was Yeah, gotta shout good it out. You. Good for you, Taylor. Thank you. You have Wonka, I'm New York, New York. <laughs> Wonka's not on my list. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. What's your number five? My number five is a movie, though, mm. and it is Dick's theater the camp. musical. Oh, theater camp. Okay. Okay. First of all, yeah. theater camp was a great movie. We've already discussed this. Yeah. Second yeah. of all, they released all of the songs from the show, mm-hmm. which is so fun. The show that's within the show. Within the show. But also, the other songs. Joan the musical. Snippets. What's it called? Joan. Is it called Joan? Joan Still. Joan, Joan Still. Still. Listen, right, right. Of course. I haven't watched in a hot minute. Okay. Well, everyone should listen to the soundtrack once you've watched the movie because yeah. it's so freaking funny. And yeah. I, I like I listened to this soundtrack start to finish. And it actually is it's what I think Taylor wanted Wonka to be, which is it's like actually funny and like written as Mm -hmm. if it was supposed to be on the stage and like Mm -hmm. is witty and also the songs are catchy but it also has a large like it's it is a musical feel I would say right Um, it's what I I did my top 10 on my Instagram and I said this was and this made my top 10 and I said it was made for my middle and high school self this movie yes yeah the the last song Joe uh camp isn't home is made up by the character of Molly plays 
um, because she's trying to compose the last song and she just names things that start. She starts naming things basically in the room. But then they actually take it and finish it and put it into the staged play musical that they're doing. And that is the final song on this cast recording. And it is my favorite. Campus and Home will be what we outro this episode too because it's so good. Yeah, and I really wish for a while it was getting in the awards conversation for the best song. Um, but I think it's kind of, I don't think it was shortlisted for the Oscars. Um, so I'm kind of sad about that because I think if anything, that could have been its its shot to be in at least in the conversation so people could check out the movie a little bit more. It is streaming right now on Disney Plus and on Hulu. Um, and Star, I believe it's called in other countries. So go check out Theater Camp because it's such a great movie. And so I, and if I I was thinking more of theater and not really movies. So I think, which is funny because okay. we did talk about movies last year. Mm-hmm. But um, I would I I Theater Camp would be a five for me for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or maybe okay. a, or maybe a four because New York, New York would be a five because <laughs> Theater Camp is better than New York, New York. That's fair. <laughs> Do you want me to name my four? Yeah, go ahead and do your four. Yeah. My four is one you already mentioned, I think. And you're on. Maybe you didn't mention your honorable mentions. You mentioned it in your list. And that is Days of Wine and Roses. Mm, Yes. Okay. I was kind of skeptical. Not like skeptical, but like I felt this was going to be a musical. Not for me. The premise Mm -hmm. being these are two alcoholics who are dependent on each other trying to like, you know, live their life and. What are you talking yada, about, yada. Rachel? That's like your whole life. Yeah. I just felt like the, the music was not... I was like, what is the music going to be? You know what I mean? And the 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 album art kind of looks art deco It's weird. It is very really, strange. It's kind of cool. But this musical, cool. the like the music is great. And Kelly O'Hara, what the hell? Like, I just don't understand how she I can mean, sing NBDJ. like that. I know, but also, I mean, as a woman, I'm just sitting there thinking, how is she singing like this? And mm-hmm. she has such a classically toned voice. For her to sound so good in the entire range of her voice without it being like, she obviously was really good in The King and I. And like, mm-hmm. but Bridges also that County. Right. those things fit her voice, like fit her tone of her voice and this was i i just she's just incredible oh there goes my mic and um it was amazing (laughs) i have listened to it it recently came out and i've listened to it start to finish at least three times no joke like it i need to listen to it more it really moves me Mm -hmm. and um it's it's it is not like the same kind of catchy and witty that like theater camp is um right but it is it's more intellectual i'm sure a little yeah it is like it's it's yeah it it it, but it's so good it reminds me it reminds me of company a little bit in terms of the complexity Mm. of like how the sounds are all coming at me Mm -hmm. um and it is it's absolutely gorgeous and i'm very proud and excited for them and and to be living in a time with this musical so I mean, I think before Suffs and Hell's Kitchen, I've said this, those two can be contenders. But I think Days of Run and Roses has the possibility of being a frontrunner for Best Musical. So, um, Especially because Kimberly Kimbo, 
is a smaller musical and so is Days of Wine and Roses and that just won Best Musical. So we will see. Um, I think I will say one of the only reasons it's not on my list is because I have not been able to listen to it in full yet. And so which is how you need need to experience it. Right. I need to listen to I've listened to the first three songs, I think. Um, And I loved it, but I just didn't have time to finish it before the episode. So that's fair. Alas, the holidays and having a newborn is catching up with me. It is. Yeah. My Taylor. number three. Yes, yeah. that's what I was gonna ask. Is yeah. one that is not on Rachel's list, apparently. Um, because she already said it, and that's one with our very favorites and um actually really two of our favorites because we've talked yeah. about both of them They're on the show. They're both amazing. They're both uh, good. and that's parade, uh yeah. the, the the revival of parade, which really kind of came out of nowhere, I feel like, like the announcement of it <laughs> as far as not the I, musical or the soundtrack the announcement of the new york city center like that kind of came oh. out of nowhere mm-hmm. and then the announcement of it going to broadway was kind of like oh it is going to broadway okay yeah and it's going to be limited and whatever and then all of a sudden we recently just got the announcement of the tour so like <laughs> just <laughs> so all these things are just everywhere and this is one I have a, I think I maybe mentioned this on the show before that I have a huge playlist on my Spotify of just musicals. And I recently just this year put this parade album mm. instead and took off the 98 oh, parade. Wow. That's big. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know that is big. And it's, it trips me up a little bit because I'm used, I've been listening to the 98 one a little bit, obviously more. Um, right. Since I saw, I actually only recently found this show. It was the last show I saw before lockdown during COVID. Uh, yeah, I think this was one of the last wow. shows I saw um, at a at a local community local theater. theater production, mm-hmm. and it was incredible. And we saw it. My wife and I saw it on the last show, and we were like, "Dang it, we should have came earlier because we wanted to see, it, to again. see it again." <laughs> But I, I I will say, I don't think this is a perfect album, but I just enjoy Ben Platt so much on the album, and I enjoy yeah. Michaela Diamond so much on the album. That TikTok Rachel was mentioning uh, mentioned this album art, and I do think yeah. it's so strong. It does It tells you that it is a period piece, but these people are selling the show. Ben Platt is selling the show and Kayla Diamond is selling the show, even if you don't know her name. So that album art of course makes sense. Um, But I think the day players in the, in the cast are also just incredible. The ensemble is so strong. I really wish, of course, he went over to Sweeney Todd, but I really wish we got Nick Matarazzo in this show. And I think he maybe could have, won or been nominated for a tony if he was in this in this show because of how that little clip of him at the new york city center is just so gorgeous that i'm like i want a whole album of this Mm -hmm. um but i will say my one nitpick about this parade album is and i think i said it when it first came out is that i think they recorded this before they actually started performing and that's been a new thing that's been happening. Like harmony did this yes. and days of wine and roses and all, the, I mean, days of wine and roses had a previous um, performance, previous run, 
but that's been a new thing that cast recordings are coming before the actual Broadway run, which I find fascinating. Maybe a discussion we'll have later on, on on the show. But because of that, to me, this cast album at moments feels not as emotional as I think the actual show is. Yeah. And I think that's just because they weren't, they weren't living it as much at the time. Um, because I mean, even, I, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I was going to say even that playbill, video of Michaela Diamond singing You yeah. Don't Know This Man is so incredible and That's so emotional mm-hmm. that it's like this isn't really on the album at all. Um, no. But I just love these people so much and I listened to this album a lot this year and I just I just wanted to put it on my list. So I loved it. Yeah. I, I mean I love the album as well and obviously the quick TikTok moment we had of the Ben Platt, the clip of Ben Platt's song, now cancel all your parties, you know, forget mm-hmm. your big parade being like the banger yeah. of the century. Yeah. But I will yeah, say. Yeah, him performing I, it for him for him and all that. Yeah. yeah. I will say um, I agree with you, Taylor. And that's maybe partly why I was like, it just didn't make the cut. Like, obviously, these two people are extremely talented. And I know that. And I've been lucky enough to see both of these actors separately but mm. on on the stage and sing live and i felt they were capable of more emotion than what yeah. that that the recording is so and i've watched a bootleg of it and it's very emotional so yeah so <laughs> yeah. but it did i mean and it won the tony for revival and direction and yes yeah so, yeah what's your number okay, 3 Taylor. my number right? 3 Yep, my number three is one that's not on your list, and that's Kimberly Akimbo. Mmm, there we go. One, one I, for one. So funny, one for one. Um, I will say that I, before seeing the show, I listened to this music, and I listened to it, and I listened to it, and I listened to mm-hmm. it, and then I saw the show, <laughs> and then I saw the show, and I didn't listen to it. Mm, like interesting. Until probably until like maybe October again. Like I just, cause you saw it. the show in like April May, right before May. Tony's. Right. Right. Hey, like literally t- two weeks before the Tony's. Right. Three weeks, two and a half weeks, mm. three weeks before the Tony's. So it was always a stressful time to go see the theater in case you were wondering, cause you're always <laughs> like, are they going to be there? Or the um, best time. Or the best time. Cause I'm actually okay. a Tony voter. Yeah, no. So, <laughs> Um, I just felt that the power of the show after seeing mm-hmm. it was so emotionally charged. I could not listen to it. Like right. I, I, it, yeah, it just really sits in me in a different way, but, mm. but there, but it's a great musical obviously. And the songs are amazing and literally every person is amazing and we don't need to, to discuss this much except for the song better is low key a jam. And that's mm-hmm. what Bonnie Milligan sings, and it is yeah. good. It is like yeah. the Rachel Bay Jones "Good for You" yeah. vibe of this musical, and I really am here for it. And I listen to that and Anagram quite a bit, mm-hmm. um, even after watching uh, the show. And I still have yet to listen to "Great Adventure" mm-hmm. <laughs> since watching. That's the final, final um, song because I just yeah. can't make myself but anyway it's really great the music is so good i really think the flow of the music is great um 
and it sounds very crisp, which I know is like a weird thing to say, but the actual mm. recording mm-hmm. of this cast album, I really enjoy. So, and of course, shout out to um, Justin Cooley, Tony nominee, and I mean, Victoria Clark, Tony a winner. Love it. Mostly Justin. Yeah. Not no yeah. no disrespect to Victoria, but a- Justin Anagram, is so good. Yeah, he is great. Is his song. A- Anagram um, made my top songs on Spotify. So yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, are our top two the same? Probably. <laughs> Unless you have the Little Mermaid musical movie on. I your mean, Scuttlebutt, Scuttlebutt. Yeah, Scuttlebutt. Obviously, the number one song in 2023. <laughs> Rachel's laughing. Rachel's laugh laughing. And joke at the same yeah, time. Yeah. yeah. Ooh. Um, my number two is a little revival that is sweeping the nation <laughs> with Harry Potter Ooh. himself, and that's merrily we roll along. Guess what? That's my number two. Ooh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love us so yeah. much. I know, I know. Um, I think all I, I mean, we talked about you seeing this show and. I'm still um, unwell, by the way. Yeah, still unwell seeing um, Lindsay's understudy, but um, seeing Jonathan and, and Daniel in the show. And like, I would go and back half, to see the show. And half of Kitty Rose Clark. And literally and, the first act of her. Yeah. 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 She was yeah. very good the first act. Would love to see her in the second act when she <laughs> actually sings. That would have been oh, nice. Oh, she doesn't even really get a number in act one? That sings. No. Yeah. Um. I mean, I've listened to this album a bunch. Of course, I knew that. Um, yeah, I, I I listened to this like the day it came out, and I've listened to it a couple times since then. It's just so it's a very well constructed musical, and I don't understand really why it didn't take off the year that it came out because it's so well put together. Like Sond- obviously because it's on time. Like duh. And I think maybe this group of actors were just kind of made for this show. And like those three actors in particular, Lindsay, Jonathan, and Daniel, maybe it was, it just needed some time to ruminate so they could have the right actors playing these roles. And I think it's so perfect. I think, the the again the tiktok you sent me the album art is so incredible and so cute and i i mean we'll see about other revivals but i'm hoping it wins best revival so i also think obviously the composition we could talk ad nauseum about how amazing Mm -hmm. how amazing sondheim's work here is even though i think sweeney todd is some of his best work um in terms of just all of it but but like but i think this is such a not timeless but it it speaks to me in this current state of my life yeah i was just gonna say that yeah in a way i'm not sure it would have prior to now and in a way i don't know what it will feel like in the future but i think in 20 years when the movie comes out when the movie comes out with paul mescal yeah but i I think part of what makes it so heartbreaking and beautiful at mm-hmm. all at once and like gorgeous all at once 
is that we really are living in a reality where we have to make choices and live lives that isolate and maneuver ourselves around friendships that we also love and and have. Right. And I think obviously the show is not set in the 20 you know the two the early 2000s when there's social media and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I do think that our choices bring us closer or further away from friends and it's about that like just that relationship of what friendship and romantic situationship and love and respect and work are like um yeah and I just I think that it speaks to something so so beautiful so beautiful and I will say another reason I really like this music is that it's light even though the subject itself is heavy like Mm -hmm. the subject is so heavy it is darker in my opinion than Sweeney Todd in the sense of like it is so tragic like Sweeney Todd's like a real tragedy and people are dying but like this is like an emotional tragedy Mm -hmm. um and it feels so heartbreaking to watch Sweeney Todd is heightened too this is like real no of course but that's what I'm saying but the music kind of carries you you feel caressed yeah. by the music and also so hurt by the lyrics mm-hmm. and it's amazing. It's so good. And the re- repetition and the transitions yeah. and all of that kind of help you f- remind yourself that like things are kind of cyclical cyclical slash like mm-hmm. a, you know, spiral, but like not in a spiral out of control right. way. Do you have a favorite song? Well, I was going to say, I just think it's incredible how, I mean, Sondheim's like one of the most maybe praised composers ever in American theater, period. Yes. Mm-hmm. And he still can have a flop of, of his time, and yet it can still come back and have new life breathed into it. And I think that's like that's why we love the like that's the thing like that's yeah. what it is yeah and like almost brings tears to my eyes and almost it's, like i just it's and so also good. i just i miss steven sondheim and i didn't even know him so like mm-hmm. all the time i'll like i'll be like oh i miss steven sondheim i just love him yeah yeah um here we are will it come to broadway who knows um does it have a second your- act we don't know <laughs> Yeah, who knows? Um, I mean, I think "Old Friends" is maybe like the 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 like titular song. Yeah, yeah, the the kind of hokey answer. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's so good. There's so many songs in the show. It's like crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, the Franklin Shepard Inc. is pretty special. Iconic. That Danny Radcliffe does. Iconic. So. I would say another iconic song. Not a day goes by. Katie Rose Clark mm-hmm. singing that song. Yeah, so good. Yeah. And I also love um, opening doors and then the finale. Our time. Yeah, opening doors is great. Yeah, the finale is great too. So it's all good. Uh, it um, makes me wanna hug and cry myself to sleep. Yeah, just branching off what you said too. I was just gonna briefly mention. I do think this show is about young people and their friendships and also growing in in friendship and i think that that theme is that those themes are universal like everyone can relate to that and i think that's why it's it's doing so well yes 
And also coming off of the pandemic too, like we were all isolated. Yeah. Right. This idea of togetherness and also this, we talk a lot about how people want a 90 minute show and they want to be entertained and they want to go home because they want to escape reality. Mm -hmm. And that is true, obviously in some ways, but also sometimes people want to be able to process the hard things without it being overly hard. Um, And unlike Mm -hmm. Kim, unlike this, unlike I don't know. I mean, maybe similar to Dear Evan Hansen, where like it's a really mm-hmm. hard show, and also at the same time, I leave like I leave feeling really sad, and also like, mm-hmm. but it's okay. Yeah. Like that. Well, life. again, uh, maybe one that could have been on my list that technically is not a movie musical, but Barbie. I mean, that's what it, I mean. Mm. That's the thing is that it's covered in this plastic candy coated. Yeah. Yeah. Pink world, Fair. cotton candy, but it has all these layers underneath. It's an it's yeah. an cotton candy covered onion. It is a Shrek onion. <laughs> yeah. It it's has layers. Yeah. It has layers. That's right. Which is funny because both of our number one is <laughs> our number one is the opposite. Our number one yeah, is entertain is, you out yeah, of your mind. Yeah. Get a catchy mm-hmm. song. But I'm like, this is why our favorites yeah. contain we contain multitudes because our favorites it's contain true. multitudes. Taylor, tell them what our number one is. Our number one is of course. The the show that we talked about, yeah, Rachel's holding up her mug right now. I, I could go get my magnet, but it's downstairs on my fridge that Rachel got me. Um, the show that we, when when this show was announced, do you remember we did our spring 2023 preview? No, we have and to, we were like, can we clip back to it? Can yeah, we clip back yeah, to clip it? Back, clip back. It is, we, we literally were like shitting on the show. Like we were like, this looks so <laughs> stupid. I mean, maybe it was just me, but. We were, uh, the farm to fable, like we were like, this looks. What, what was it gonna, about? This, the mystery this is going to last three seconds on Broadway, um, and wow. sadly it did because it's closing soon. But that is, of course, oh. shucked, baby, is our number one. Number this one. was on my Spotify Raps, which I was very every surprised song. about. Song. <laughs> no, no, not every song. Wait, I'm gonna pull it up right now. Weren't your top Vamp- five streaming songs? No, because Vampire oh. was my number one. Okay, so four out of five. Let me look. Let me look. It was insane. No, just one. Just one was oh, okay. just one. Vampire was my number one. Eyes closed. Ed Sheeran. Maybe love. From Shrek. Oh wow, that was number your number three. one. That's my favorite song. I mean, number three the out of this. Oh That's- really? Yes. Oh. Wow. Ceilings, Lizzie McAlpine, and then Bad Idea, right? Olivia Rodrigo. That's my wow, top five. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah, Shucked. I don't know. Do you want to go first? Because you've seen the show. so. Shucked? What do I say about Shucked? <laughs> it's so freaking good. I yeah. really... Um, I think that the not knowing what the storyline was and just hearing mm-hmm. that it was funny and their marketing, like we really have to once again, special Tony right. Ward to the marketing yeah. team. Um, because I think that that mystery made me and other people like me curious. Mm-hmm. I obviously know that that didn't help full, fully grow their entire audience, but also they had some heavy hitters in their cast so that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But the in terms of the album itself, in terms of the cast recording, one, it does sound 
it doesn't I, I think it sounds like they're on the stage. I know that they're not. I obviously know they're in the studio, mm-hmm. but it doesn't sound as crisp as like the merrily roll along where it's like clearly mm-hmm. you're in a studio like right you all are in and this feels like okay we could be moving around the stage while this is happening yeah, so I, really, yeah I get that i really like that and i also just this show is so fun it's the it yeah the music is so good it gets stuck in your head the and music so is ridiculous. so ridiculous. good. The fact it's that so this good. didn't win the Tony makes, I mean, I get Kimberly, I, I get it. I get it. I know. But this should have won the Tony. I mean, I this know. was like the fact that Six won the Tony the year before yeah. Yeah. and then yeah. A Strange Leap won the musical. That's that's great. And I think that's what should have happened this year, but it's okay. Yeah. And I think the music in this show is so fantastic. I hope those two writers write another musical because I love them. I think they're yeah. incredible. It is just, yeah, it's so much better than it needs to be, I think. That's the thing. It's okay, yeah. I would say it is very surprising. And I think there's an interview, and Shane McAnally is probably talking about this somewhere. Mm -hmm. And obviously, living in Nashville, going to see this show also is very important. Shane McAnally being a very famous country music artist um, in terms of writing songs. So, I just feel like that's important, but, but the other, the other part was, oh, in the interview, he's talking about how people often don't take Southern people or Southern stories. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean this in like a, like, you know, white privilege way, but they just sometimes educated people, educated theater people don't trust or agree or like believe that they, that people can be smart who have a southern accent essentially right it was the gist of how he didn't say it so right. poorly but he was like that's partly why you know we're gonna give you a show where you think that it's just gonna be funny and you're just gonna laugh when in reality we're like also telling you a story right and you don't realize right. that you right like at first you're just buying in mm-hmm. because it's so ridiculous like the whole premise is about corn and then you right are slowly realizing that you are invested in the well-being of these characters yeah. and then you realize it's also like it doesn't have to be that deep but he was like but it is still a story that matters mm-hmm. and i really love that and the songs are just they don't need to be this good you're right they just don't right. need to be this good yeah i mean another thing another vegetable that you have to peel to unpack the layers corn yeah, yeah. corn yeah um, i will say they also Maybe love, have an as I said, and an on track. I just want to shout that out. Like yeah. that, obviously, yeah. that should be the reason that it's number one. But mm-hmm. right, right. Okay, the sorry. other shows have Maybe that too. Bonnie, my Bonnie and Clyde West End has that. Um, <laughs> yeah, Mary, uh, little, um, Maybe Love is my favorite song. I listened. To, I, I legitimately, I think one time I listened to it like five times in a row. I just like kept repeating it. It is such. A, I don't know why it just hits me. Caroline Inner Bicker Bickler yeah. Bickler. Yeah, the She's, the Reba the Reba's the love of Reba's life. The Reba character. Well, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she's but she's her. This is her Broadway debut. Yeah, absolutely Maybe. love her. Um, and then I I mean obviously independently owned is like one of the best numbers yeah. ever it is in Broadway history. Yeah. Um but the ensemble number I mean the opening number's so great. We love Jesus. And yeah, we love Jesus. Yeah, it's so good. Do you have a favorite song? 
Um, it's really my hard most, to pick. Cause... My most sung song is definitely We Love Jesus. Mm-hmm. It's just, and I, the song, the sound, the t- title of that song does not do the song justice. Or Did well. you have any of these songs on your, your Spotify rap? No. <laughs> we don't need to talk about my Spotify Wait, what rap. was your Spotify rap? Wait, wait, I want to, I don't know if <laughs> I My Spotify rap was literally in order of how the album, the Maisie, P- the new Maisie Peters album is played. The top five, Amazing. the first five songs were my top five. Amazing. Uh, we don't need to talk about how much I listened yeah. to that album. Okay. I'm fine. I go to therapy, everyone. It's fine. So, um, no, I, I love, I love the, we love Jesus. I love um, independent, independently owned. And I would say my surprise of the, of the whole thing is the song uh, Woman of the World. Woman of the World is great. When I first listened to it, I was like, I think I like this song. And then like the second time, I was like, yeah, this song's pretty good. And then by the third time, I was like, man, I do like this song. This is good. And then when you watch the show, you're like, oh, this is important. This is also mm-hmm. not just good. It's an important piece of the narrative. So, yeah. but shout Friends out to the first song literally being Corn. Yeah. Yeah. Corn is, is so good. good. Friends is it's all good. It's all good. It's all good. Basically, listen to the whole album. Yeah, they won't listen take to you Shucked. Long. Yeah, Shucked. But listen to all. Listen to all of these albums. Really, get okay. shut. Closing in ten days as of recording this, I believe. Boo. And then yeah, the going on tour. Yeah, going on tour, tour and West End open. Right. Yeah. So great. I'm sure they'll have new jokes for England. Will they? I will see. Time will tell. Time will tell. Um, yeah, that's our 2022, 2023. Gosh, I don't even know what I'm doing today. Gosh, <laughs> and I've gotten a lot of sleep the past couple of days. So I don't know what I'm doing. The 2023 favorite cast recordings. I think we did good. I don't know. I, I think we did well. I think we represented the space. Also, I haven't listened to it, but the color purple. I mean, the music is great. That has to be amazing. I did miss Cynthia Revo, so there's that, because Cynthia Revo is so ingrained in my yeah, brain. Yeah, she's so amazing. Wicked, baby, here we come. Wicked. 20, next year, are we going to put Wicked on? Wicked Part 1? <laughs> if Wicked Part 1 isn't on our top five, they did a terrible job. Yeah, it's true. It's true. All right, Rachel, let's talk about our character of the week. Let's do it. Um, If you're new here, welcome. It's 2024, and you're listening to Theater Nerds, and this is a long episode, but you've made it to the end because this is where we do our character of the week, and I sound like a superhero Mm -hmm. slash a child TV actor, animated actor. Rogers the musical. Yeah, I'm like a... (laughs) Um, bubble guppies are no longer a thing. Never mind. Anyway, I can is... do this all day. <laughs> it's so good. This anyway, is the segment going. where Taylor and I think about what we are feeling like, what we have been up to, what kind of mischief we've been dealing in, and then we scour <laughs> the theater universe. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> then we scour the theater mischief. universe. Yes, that's right. Yeah. And we find a theater character that has the same thoughts, feelings, vibes, and potentially mischief. 
Absolutely. We would also love to hear your thoughts on, listen, this Tick, Tick, Boom, Kennedy Center casting. Yes, and the if Smash, you have tickets, let me know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Smash six-week workshop. What a long workshop. Is the, that, that, the, honestly, that's how you know they have money, because six weeks for a workshop, that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Audrey McDonald may be playing Gypsy. Pfft, amazing. Mama um, Rose herself. We also... Mama Rose, we also want to hear your favorite 2023 cast recordings and your character of the week. So comment on our social media pages. Tell us who your character is this week, and you may get a shout out on a future episode. Rachel, would you like to know my character this week? First character of 2024. Let's do it. Tell me, who are you? Well, I am specifically a character. I'm a character from a movie musical that is also a musical. So it's kind of both. But I'm specifically, listen, High School Musical is near and dear to our hearts. So I'm, of course, Troy Bolton. But, you know, in the first one, it's the New Year's Eve party. They're singing. Yeah, start of something new. It's 2024. I'm all heart, open mind. Bright-eyed, looking at Gabriella, singing to her karaoke, you know, to put my number in her phone, Ooh, all yeah, of that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, Drew Seeley voice coming out of my Zac Efron body. Um, <laughs> that's who I am. I'm, I'm ready for the Whoa. new year. I'm ready to slay the basketball team and <laughs> yeah, get your head in the game. And, of course, you know, we want to shout out. You know, Zach Efron getting that Hollywood Star Walk of Fame. So good for him. I did not know where you were going with yeah. that, but yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> yes. I am Troy Bolton at the New Year's Eve party. This I love week. that. Oh, Thank that's you. so cute. That's Thanks. so cute. Rachel, who is your character this week? Well, I'm starting off the year by breaking the rule. Um, as a reminder Don't to break our the audience, rules. there's literally no rules, but every yeah. time we say this we're we're just we're breaking the rules so um i'm starting the year off being the narrator of my own story Mm. and of the story that's going to unfold a story we've just talked about in our episode above and uh that's right i'm narrator one and two from shucked because you think i'm bringing you on a loving journey where nothing's going to go wrong, then everything goes wrong, and then there's a cute little plot twist at the end. And that's how I feel 2024 is going to be. So I'm excited <laughs> With to Wicked be the narrator. Part one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Where we all sit down uh, and watch quiz. That's right. An extended version of Bridgerton. Uh, anyway. Wow. So much going on. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, yeah, I still don't know the plot twist at the end of Shocked, so I'm excited I know. to see it. Yeah. It's just a little cute little plot twist. Oh, good, good. Cute. Well, if you guys would like to join in on our discussion, check us out at theaternerdpod.com, or you can also find us on Instagram and threads at theaternerdpod, and on Facebook at theaternerdpodcast. Thank you all for joining us, and we will see you next week. 